0: Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. Man, what another great week for growing crops in most areas. Moderate temperatures, low humidity, day after day of sunshine. These are, these are great ET days, the ones we need to build the starch to fill the pod to fill that ear. This June corn is in full pollination. So many fields that we walked through this week dumping pollen hard. I believe a lot of these fields literally pollinated from butt of the ear to tip in a 48-hour window that's pretty fantastic from a pollination standpoint unlike some of the struggles we're seeing in that may corn that got caught in that heat we are seeing more of this june corn with aphid colonies in them so the pest teams keep an eye Uh, don't let don't let them wax up those upper leaves so if you're out there scouting them be looking for those aphids they're going to be Um, some fields are at the very top of the plant other ones are right down there in the ear zone around the silk but keep an eye on them now the disease in the june corn has slowed up quite a bit but it's still present so be watching both the disease and the insects out there even silk clippers right now you still have to keep an eye on them the physoderm brown spot is extremely hot in some of these june fields and it's already deteriorating some of the nodes and then that's going to make that corn want to snap at that black node when you push on it. And we can get these to snap at that node right now. So the pest teams keep an eye on this uh, when you're making your harvest schedules. So some of this corn will act like green snap. But it'll snap at that node and hit the ground even though the plant looks healthy and the ear looks healthy. So that becomes part of moving it up on your harvest list as we get there when we're making our harvest schedules. This week we ran into actually a number of fields uh, with the rootworm resistance problem Uh, and it was in more than one field where fully traded corn is is coming under pressure. Now the worst of it was in some of this June corn. So not only did we have uh, leaf feeding and silk clipping going on there but we had a considerable amount of root damage to the root system. Remember in this late corn, unfortunately that third set of crown roots was coming down as our attack took place and they were able to take out some nodes of roots. Now if we think about this, of course we're going to get them sprayed and not going to let them clip the silks, that type of thing, but a number of you guys are considering or have been talking to me about moving to more corn on corn for next year based on the future prices. And that's what I like about crop tech customers you guys respond to the market if it says we need more corn you go after it but think about this your pest teams are out there be looking hard at these fields you're thinking about going to corn on corn on and see what kind of damage you have in your root system so let's do some root washes and see if you're out in one of these fields like we were today with beetle flying around and pretty good damage on traded corn these are resistant beetle so in that case if you're for sure going back with corn on corn next year you may even if you don't hit the silk clipping window you may want to take these beetle out uh, try to knock that pressure down on your traits for next year and then of course you're gonna have to add insecticide and swap up those traits if you can uh, in that field for next year but don't don't miss your opportunity to diagnose whether or not your traits are holding uh, if you're thinking seriously about moving to more corn Remember the beetle aren't going to move out into the bean fields until the corn deteriorates so I expect most of the rootworm pressure we're going to have next year will come in the June corn because the June corn will be the greenest corn in town uh, when the last flush of uh, rootworm beetles start to lay their eggs. I don't expect to see the movement to the soybean field that we would on a normal year. So if you're thinking corn on corn in a June planted field for next year uh, pay attention to that the pressure is probably going to be there. We're still picking up uh, some aphids in the beans, so keep an eye on them. It's moderate right now. I have not seen any spider mites. We've been looking for them. But if these dry areas uh, continue to hold like they are, I do expect we'll probably be starting to see some next week. So this is a good time to quit mowing road ditches Uh, along your bean fields. Quit mowing waterways. You know, you can be creative, maybe make up some signs and say roadsides for spider mites and put them out there so the landlord wonders why you're not mowing the ditch. You'll, you'll have some uh, proof out there that you're trying to manage that crop. But be careful with what we're doing with the mowers at this point um, because I do expect to see uh, the spider mites to click up. We were out doing yield checks uh, in the corn this week. We swung as low as 160 bushel. But we had uh, one field at 290 and another one rang the bell at 315 bushel. So that was pretty exciting. Now that's two fields. Most of the fields fields we're into are in the 170 to 220 range. Uh, And I know for some of you guys that's kind of disappointing based on your yield goals. But man, guys, at 170 to 220 we're still in the game. So we have to uh, make sure that we watch this thing all the way through. April-May corn is moving into that window where actually the water needs are starting to drop. It's the June corn that still needs that two inches a week and to get us all the way through the milk so we get stable on those kernels, we don't pop them off. Hopefully your roots are deep, especially in the areas where it's not wanting to rain. Now is a time when we separate those deep-rooted fields from those that are caught on a layer. And you start to see how big of a difference your management skills made and what kind of calls you made this spring in these wet conditions. Well, the corn needs uh, some water to finish, to uh, finish big. I believe our biggest threat right now are on these soybeans. Uh, the May beans are at that R5 stage. They need rain to get bean size. The June beans are in that R3, R4 range, and they need it to hold the pods. You know, I'll take it wherever I can get it. But if you're going to go out there and do a rain dance, (laughs) start with the bean fields first. Um, We need some August rain to salvage this crop. Last year at this time, I was just giddy with the amount of pods I could see in every field. I knew that we were going to hit this thing out of the park for soybeans for the most part. I am not giddy this year. So, situation again, I told you earlier in the year go back to think about what your bean yields were four or five years ago uh, with this late planting Uh, because that's where I think we are so I think if we start setting our sights on maybe as low as 45 to as high as 65 bushel on these June beans that's probably a safer range than dreaming about some 75 or 80 bushel beans out there we a long way to go on these beans yet and we sure could use a drink then we're going to have to fight the weeds at the end and there's just no way around it if we aren't going to hook them out of there we're going to have to cut them out with a combine but all in all, all, we need is a couple more good rains, and we've positioned ourselves in pretty good shape, so hopefully we'll see that this week. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.